Okay. <clears throat> Ready? Wait. What? <laughs> I just wanted to say that as you started. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like the hoodie, by the way. Thank you, you to uh, Jamie's family. Yeah? Christmas? Merry Christmas. Yeah? Yeah. We'll so cost them a good at least 100 I'm the uh, the favourite favourite child. Is does she have a sibling? Yeah, yeah. But they prefer me over Jamie and her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Ready? Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Welcome Wait. to the. <laughs> All right. Welcome Wait. to. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> oh, good to have you back, mate. All right. Can I start? <laughs> Welcome to the Bronx Gym Basketball Show. You know, I would do that. I would put yours in, but but no. Just yeah. go. Just right, go. Ready? Wait. <laughs> oh, okay, good. I'm scared <laughs> now. Welcome to the Bronx Gym Basketball Show. I'm your host, Nathan Callanan, <laughs> and I'm joined by my Joker co-host, Jack Lynch. How are you, mate? Good, mate. You've <laughs> called me the Joker, but here you are in the green and purple. I know, the That's green and purple. The combo. Yeah. I was sort of thinking maybe a bit more Incredible Hole, but anyway, I am in the Celtics jersey. I want to say that you could have been, I could have been cancelled out because we haven't spoken for a good month and a half. Thank God. <laughs> and when we would, when we last spoke, we were actually about to play one of our games in Philly, mm-hmm. which Philly routinely won. Here right. We Here we go. However, I thought that a forty-eight point lo- a forty-eight point win for Boston in Philadelphia just last week. I was week. mad about that because I really wanted fifty. Yeah, I, well, I wanted I was seventy-five. Happy, I was but happy yeah. it wasn't fifty. Um, and so I thought, okay, I said to you, bring the Bill Russell because despite our win, um, that loss is pretty bad. You guys, we you guys, we had just um, James Harden rang the bell. We'll That's what made it, it even better. <laughs> and I hate these the, the, the danger games where if if Boston won just a normal you know twelve point win, it's mm. well Harden's coming back, you know Harden's Harden's coming to the site. If we lose, it's how the hell did you lose it for without Harden? Yeah, it was a danger game, and I was like, there's nothing to gain out of this. Yeah, when you win by almost fifty, yeah, there's <laughs> something to gain. That was fantastic. Oh. And the C's who started. Um, looking like they're not going to even be in the playoff picture at all, then went on a... I'm pretty sure you guys have the best record in the NBA yeah. since... Best net rating as well. Since the start of the year. Yeah. So, sold on Ime Udoka yet? No. No? <laughs> but rotations were always my biggest, biggest criticism. Yep. Defensive structures were okay, but I think what's changed is that everyone's bought into the, mm. you know, the rotations on defense, switching everything... Um, it was just a matter of time, but the rotations I'm still not sold on. But I think Boston's biggest issue was depth. And when we were heading into the playoffs, it's only an eight-man rotation anyway, maybe nine or ten in the first round, but after that you cut it to eight. So I'm not so worried about rotations going <laughs> down the line. If we do if we do make the playoffs, if yeah. you know, this trend continues, you can run with eight. So I think you should be fine. Yeah. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Quickly... Who's the current best player on the Celtics? It's got to be Tatum. It is? Brown Brown has a much easier role. Like Statistically, they're not that dissimilar. Mm. Um, 
Defensively, Tatum does have the edge. I think Brown's much better on ball, but his help defense is pretty appalling. Whereas Tatum, um, decent passing on lanes. ball, but passing lanes, you know, um, even just contesting at the rim, that's sort of where he's gifted. But offensively, he's taken the best defender every night. He's the one facilitating the ball. Yeah, his shot's sort of been struggling earlier in the season, but he's finding his groove. Yeah. He's the one they run through. It is still Tatum. I don't, you could put Tatum in Brown's position. You couldn't put Brown in Tatum's, essentially. Yeah. I, gotta, I feel like maybe that Brown, when he gets hot, though, can he get hotter than Tatum? Oh, yeah. That's what it is. He has, like, the more... He's a better three-point shooter, I think. Yeah. Um, He had five for five in the first quarter against Philly mm. that game. Ah, fuck. When he's hot, he's hot. Yeah. Whereas, and he doesn't settle for the difficult threes as well, so that's probably probably part of it. Yeah. All right. Well, before we get going, uh, the usual formalities. If you're new to the show, make sure you hit that subscribe button and that notifications bell on YouTube and the subscribe mm. and follow button. I haven't done that yet. I don't think you haven't subscribed on YouTube. I don't think I have. I don't think I subscribed <laughs> to anyone on YouTube. We needed one more subscriber to get to the promised land, and you haven't done it. One of our hosts. Anyway, well, as Jack's about to do here. <laughs> Hit that button, and if you're just listening and you haven't yet pressed subscribe on whatever f- app you're listening on, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, I think one of them might be follow also. Hit follow, hit subscribe. You give, you give us two. F- one for basketball, one for football. Jeez. There you go. You're quite the soccer. Sometimes I you put some soccer tidbits in our little group chat there. I keep, keep, an, I keep an eye on things. Keep an eye on things, eh? Yeah, just to impress you. Yeah, because you're bloody do impress me. I, I wanted to comment. The thing is, I've already sent this message, but I wanted to reply to you like with the, the messages the other day in the group chat. Be mm. like, mate, you follow me. I know my stuff. Anyway, Bill. so formalities are out the way. We haven't spoken in so long. Look, there wasn't much to talk about anyway. It was other fuck all to talk about the first Other than the last, let's call it like three weeks. Yeah, trade deadline's fun. And we were, that. And we were meant all. to talk last week, but old Nafe got COVID. Stay away from me. <laughs> we're CGIing ourselves together. There's actually <laughs> one and a half metres across, perplex glass. Uh, you were on holidays. You went to, we're, were we in Queensland, I think I, we crossed over. Did we? Or maybe you left. I don't know. Anyway. Got a nice break. When neither of us are very tan, which uh, no, that's right. Sums us up. Um, you were on the holidays. I was on holidays. Then I came back. We were supposed to record last week, and then I came back with COVID. Classic. Um, so if my voice is a bit weird, just bear with me. Cause At least I'm it's out of the way. Still, that's right. Still dealing with that right now. I'm I'm immortal for the next thirty days, apparently. Supposedly. Yeah. Yeah. Supposedly. That's it. Anyway, so we haven't had the chance to catch up and talk about all these trade deadline stuff. Some big things happened, JL. May I say about my my real team, not this shitty team that I got on. So starting from Feb four. There was a trade between the Los Angeles uh, Clippers and the Portland Trailblazers. Now, this was the beginning. Or maybe the beginning was when Dame Lillard was drafted. <laughs> here we go. What what tangent are you going on here? This is the beginning of what the fuck are they doing, right? So they traded Norman Powell, Robert Covington, um, and... Is there more? No, that was it. site doesn't say. No, that's it. Norman Powell and Robert Covington in exchange for... Uh, Bledsoe, Winslow, Keon Johnson, um, and a second round pick in 2025. Now, I understand salary dumps, and their plan is to somehow up soon build around Dame via free agency and maybe the young sparks that they've got. But they just got Norman Powell. 
They went and got Norman Powell just Put recently. Put him on a four-year deal. Yeah. They just traded Gary Trent Jr. For... And, and wasn't it even a bit more? Like, I at a first. Yeah. They traded a lot for nothing. Yeah. I, like, I understand, like, salary dumps. Sometimes you've got to make these tough decisions. But they, as I just said, they just got Norman yeah, Essentially, tr- it was something like... I saw, like, the, you know, the, yeah, hi- the, the long, history. Yeah. And it was, like, three first-round picks or whatever it was. Maybe it was two first-round picks. For Bledsoe and Justice Winslow, essentially. And the Clippers, I don't even know how they fit all these players in. So the Clippers end up, let's they're just say, deep. in a magical world that PG and Kawhi were coming back this year, which they're not. Um, the PG, uh, the Clippers have Kawhi, PG, Norman Powell, Reggie, Mr. October Jackson, um, Trey Mann, who does stuff. Anyway, guys who all do their Morris little... Morris as well. Morris. Always, oh, that's the one I always forget. Zubats and, as well, who and, can play. And Canard. All with this small ball Velociraptor thing that they've been doing. And Ty Lue's been real... Do, they... I stick to they would have won the championship last season if Kawhi didn't go down. They would be so clearly the best team in the NBA, in my opinion, if Kawhi and PG were in, that it's sad. It's sad right now. Because you've seen how they're even playing. They're even playing they're well. winning basketball yeah. games, which is unfathomable, really, with you know the star power of the music. But like... That's why you build deep teams. Like the Lakers gutted a good roster yeah. because they wanted more star power. But you had, I mean, obviously AD's had his injury issues last last two seasons, but you had the two guys that probably work best together in the league. Yep. And the best supporting cast you can probably get in that situation. And they gutted that. Whereas uh, the Clippers, for example, they didn't get these... Well, first, they didn't get Westbrook, yeah. but they didn't throw $40 million at someone else. They're like, we've got two, that's all we need. Let's get these you know, mid-level guys, pay them what they're worth, and have 12 guys that are playing good quality minutes. Yep. Unbelievable. I, I honestly don't know what the Blazers are doing. So stupid. They need to blow it up, and Dame needs to um, grasp that it's not going to happen there. I well, know he said he, he said he wants to stay there again. Yeah, he, he keeps he doing said it. it again. I think so he's happy not to win a championship. I think yeah, I think I think it's now past, or at least his dialogue is tr- is telling us that what we saw in the off season was the most disgruntled he's ever going to be because it seems now he's just going to stay there forever, and it's just so silly. I think because they're him, rotting. Him being a one team player means more to him than winning a championship. Yeah, insane. Anyway, then on Feb seven. We had so the trade deadline was the tenth, the tenth, their time, something like that. Anyway, Feb seven we had uh, so the Pacers are doing a bit of a uh, fire sale. Um, they're you know giving it all up. So they gave the the Pacers traded Karis Levert and a second round pick to Cleveland, mm-hmm. and Cleveland sent back a currently injured uh, Ricky Rubio. Uh, a first round pick and two second round picks. So that helps the uprising Cavs. That's nice for them. Yeah, definitely. And Levert and Jared Allen work well together. Yeah. And Levert, some, he went from very overrated to very underrated. Mm. Yeah. I don't think anyone really knows his true potential. He's probably not going to get any better from this point on anyway. But he's a good player, especially if you've got him coming off the bench, which I assume will be the case once you know we have Sexland back. Yeah. Of, uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Garland and Sexton, you reckon? I reckon I reckon Sexton might... I reckon Sexton might even get traded. Maybe. Yeah. He's a weird one. We've spoken about him before. Yeah. And the rumors... Why is he there? Mm. Everyone in the NBA hates him. Yeah. 
what is I don't know the rumors about how he's not like a team player type yeah. thing. Um, no one wants to give him the ball type thing because he won't give it back. I don't know. And imagine being able to have him as a trade asset. Mm. Like they get something value for that. Ev- everything's they've, looking they've, up. They've done very well. Rubio, I'm calling it now, is going back to the Cavs this off season. Okay, he's an unrestricted free agent. He's done his. I think he's done some ACL. ACL. Um, what's he got left on his contract here? Yeah, so he's unrestricted after this season. He'll go back on like a minimum. I reckon he will. He loved it in there. He loved develop. He's got what better team to like as a guard? He what, loves it yeah, everywhere. Like you've got that. That's gonna. That's really the best team currently to develop young players. Yeah, like he's got this. Like they're going to be playing playoff basketball, and he can be there with them. Not that he's had that much playoff experience, but he's you know won medals internationally. He knows what it's like to play in these big games. He's going to have the time of his life as like working into a, co- a coaching role there, essentially. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean he's a really nice guy, and he did, <laughs> he did say not that long ago he will retire soon. Yeah, when his son is in primary school. Oh yes, I remember this. Yeah, so I think he's only got two years left. I would. Just, I imagine him seeing his days off in, in Cleveland and very yeah. much enjoying it. Yeah. All right, on to the next one. Uh, the next day, uh, the Sacramento Kings... <laughs> Another fucking bizarre one. <laughs> <laughs> the Sacramento Kings, who were, you know, chasing Ben Simmons and the Philadelphia type, they were trying to get their noses in there. They obviously went and contacted the Indiana Pacers, who were doing the fire sale, um, and they... Is that what it's called, a fire sale? Yeah. You're calling it. I think I think it's got a fire sale. Yeah, get rid of everything. Yeah, start um, fresh. Uh, anyway, they the Sacramento Kings traded Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, and Tristan Thompson for Demontis Sabonis, Jeremy Lamb, and Justin Holiday, and Justin Holiday, and a second round pick if it lands between thirty and fifty five. <laughs> right, which um, it will. It's there. Uh, this is a strange one, as he said, because, okay, so Darren Fox has been out for a while, and in that yeah. time, Tyrese Halliburton was absolutely sensational. Halliburton's a gun. Insane. He was so good while Fox is out. And also, but this is the, forget how good he was playing, he was a bright spark, and he came out and said, I want to change the attitude in Sacramento. That's, or, that's Sacramento's problem, mate. He's like, change you, you like it here? <laughs> Fuck off. You see that? <laughs> I saw this like tweet or meme or something, it was like, well, the attitude doesn't... Well, we don't want the attitude to be changed. We don't want to win. <laughs> anyway, so you've got this kid who's a really good player and he's absolutely killing it. Yeah, he's got a funky shot, but like... It fucking works. It works. He bloody killed Philly. I'm yeah. dropping F-bombs today. I'm, I can't, I'm, there's so much fucking stupid shit that's going on. <laughs> um, anyway, and they go and trade him and they trade a buddy heel, oh, which is me. always coming. This was stupid. Like, it's not as bad as people think, I don't mm. think. Like, it's a pretty even trade, but it's what we just spoke about. Tyrese Halliburton wanted to be in Sacramento, and no one in their right mind wants to be in Sacramento. Yeah. You keep him there. Yeah. And he's been playing very good basketball. And we spoke about it not that long ago. We did one of our know, player yeah. debate, and we spoke about Fox versus Halliburton. Mm. And they're not... They play in like obviously different styles, but it's hard to sort of determine who's better than the other. But we both came to the agreement that Halliburton is easier to plug into a playoff team than Fox because he he's probably a bit more of a facilitator in the pick and roll and can shoot from outside. 
and is a better defender. Yeah. Fox, if you're a tanking team, he's going to get you to 25 and 7. Yeah. But his shooting flaws make it so much harder to even just get a, a pick and roll with a big man because they can just sag off. Changing, like, oh, they, had, they had to make a decision. Yeah. But everyone thought it was going to Halliburton. Yeah. And then to get rid of him for Sabonis, which isn't a bad return. Yeah. But I feel like they could have got more. I think That's everyone, right. the whole NBA world thought they could have got more. And just as we both said, the, the attitude thing. Someone, a kid who is a bright spark says, I want to be in Sacramento. You don't, you don't get rid of that. Apparently, I think I might have seen that he was crying. He's crying when they traded him or something like that because he was that committed. <laughs> so stupid. Um, anyway, so, stupid. so unbelievable. But yes, so the Kings have now have DeMontis Sabonis and De'Aaron Fox, which is a bit of a... They're not going to win a championship, but at least they're going to do some winning. They're going to do... Hold on. They're going to do some... Well, look, to be fair... <laughs> they're going to do better than Sacramento standards winning. I don't blame the Kings in a way. Mm. Like, all they need to do is win one playoff series. And their their the fans will be stoked. Yeah. So maybe it's not the worst option. Just buy in to have a very good seventh seed and hope yep. for the best. Yep. Um. And since then, so Trishan Thompson got traded to the Pacers. He was bought out, and I forgot where he went. Are you, <laughs> <laughs> you gonna find out? <laughs> he was bought out, and he signed somewhere. He signed with Chicago. Ah, oh, the Bulls. That's right. So good on. We should have played a game of who you play for. <laughs> Where's Charles Barkley when you need him? All right. Anyway, the um, same day, February uh, February eight, Portland um, continued their what the fuck's going on? This sorry, this goes over two days. I'm pretty sure, or maybe it goes yeah. over a few days. Yeah, it goes over two days. So we'll talk about it, both of them. Portland first traded. Tony Snell, Larry Nance Jr. and CJ McCollum. The CJ McCollum thing was coming. Um, for Josh Hart, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Thomas Sadoransky, a guy I don't know how to say his name, never heard of him. And <laughs> where, where are you looking? The DD... <laughs> Luzada. Luzada, Luzada. Um, and a 2026 second round pick. This is with the Pelicans. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't, who do they think that they're getting in free agency? Is LeBron <laughs> coming? They're, they're drafting Bronny Jr. and <laughs> is, LeBron's going is there. Is that what they're doing? Is that the big... <laughs> and I, I heard today, uh, Bronny Jr. is not actually next draft, as in not 2020. He's not 2022. He's, he's not 2022. two seasons away. It's 2024. It's actually a gap between LeBron's end of his contract. Anyway... Yeah. What the fuck is the plan here with the Blazers? What is the plan? Hope for the best. You're not... You're you not, throw enough shit at the wall, some of it will stick. You're not getting... Oh, man. Anyway. I, at this point, I'm, I reckon they might even be playing a game of chicken with Dame. I know that sounds crazy because why anymore? But, like, why do you need to do that? But it feels like that. It feels like they've been they, saying it. I said it ages ago. If they want to contend, which they don't. You can tell they don't. Yeah. I think they're... Obviously, they're a small market team. They love how marketable Dame is. They're selling the crowd out. They're happy with this. But if they did want to contend, the only way to do that is to trade Dame for everything. Yeah. But that being said, and I saw this on Twitter the other day, and someone sort of had that same opinion of, you've got to get rid of Dame and just stock up. Essentially what OKC's done. However, someone rebutted it and was like, who is buying a point guard right now? Yeah. Who 
anyone that's buying is contending. And unless they've fleeced someone previously, like like Boston did with uh, Brooklyn with the Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce trade, we had essentially Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. No one's made a fleece like that in a while. So no team has these picks stockpiled that they want to get rid of and try and buy someone. So there's no team that's contending that needs Dame because obviously a team's not contending that needs Dame. Yeah. And all the teams contending have shit draft picks. All they've traded them. Yeah. There is almost no market for Dame at the moment, which is probably half the reason why they're doing this, to try yeah. and work out where they fit. It's it's truly unbelievable. And then on the Pelican side, so looking at it, so the, the Blazers got uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, who I'll talk about they'll actually get off of in the next trade. <laughs> Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Josh Hart, Sadoransky, and a second-round pick to get off of CJ McCollum, who the Pelicans, who is getting paid $30 million, uh, the Pelicans, a bit of a bit of uh, win now talking. Yeah, you know, um, keep Zion happy talking. Yeah, they've sort of been sneakily, you know, hovering around tenth. You mm. know that play-in game, and it's just like, hey Zion, if you come back at any moment, we got a real shot at making the eight, as yeah. in like making the eight slash making the play and then getting in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, so that's why the Pelicans are doing that and sort of good on them because they need to do win now things to try and keep Zion. Well, Zion's history is like, the, the news has come out lately. He might need another surgery. Oh God. Uh, but he does look in shape though. I saw a photo of him and of the photos we see are never yeah, accurate. Yeah. There was one that was photoshopped anyway, <laughs> but like most of them he's wearing a big hoodie and like big draggy pants. Yeah. 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 Uh, obviously carrying some weight, but it's never as bad as you think. But the photo I saw was top half only. Just looks fucking ripped. Yeah. Like, good sort. Looked really good. Mm. Thick, solid, and tall. Well, I hope he comes back. But he doesn't want to play for him. Yeah. Did you, see be... the, did you see the news how he didn't even text CJ? Yes, I saw... The um... president of the Players Association, the one player that you can reach out to no matter who you play for. Wendell Carter Jr. can reach out to him at any time if you need something. Yeah. Don't know why he's the first player that came to my head. But <laughs> how do you get someone on 30 mil... Veteran of the league, your team's obviously bringing him for you to try and help you win. And it's been, what, 10 days? Yeah. And you haven't sent a single text message. Yeah. Just say good day, mate. That's it. Um, I saw JJ Reddick today on first take slamming uh, Zion Williamson about that, saying that even when he, he yeah. was there, Distant. he's detached. He's a detached yeah. teammate. How can you not even text um, CJ McCollum, all this sort of stuff? So. All that, we actually... So, I forgot to mention the ceilings and floors. We haven't been doing that. <laughs> so, this is supposed to be has, ceilings has and floors. Has there been anything notable? Anyway, there hasn't been anything notable. Um, Cleveland. Cleveland. They're, I like their ceiling. They're probably already at their ceiling for the time being. Mm. This helps them two years down the line. Maybe one year down the line. I don't know what you want me to say for a ceiling. Yeah. They're, they're good. Yeah. Yeah. When when you see when you see a ceiling or a floor pop out, yeah. then... Um, then maybe Sacramento ceiling eighth, not going to happen. Yep, not going to win anything. Yep. Indiana, they're just in no man's land again. Yep, they're going. All right. So and then so uh, anyway, moving on. Next day, Portland trades Nikhil Alexander Walker, who they just got from the Pelicans, and um, I don't know. I can't tell what else they and Thomas Sadoransky, who they just got. And I'll just say the teams and who got what. So the Portland got Elijah Hughes, Joe Ingles, and a second round pick. And this is Joe Ingles that has just a done, done his ACL. Done ACL, so he's literally not going to play. 
San Antonio acquired uh, Thomas Sadoransky and a second round pick. Uh, the Utah Jazz got Nikhil Alexander Walker and Juan Hernan Gomez. So <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what Portland are doing. I as I said before, I I don't understand what the plan is. What is it? They don't have a plan. Like like just clean it out. I hope that you I hope something happens this off season and they have been tampering like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. And they sign they sign LeBron. Yeah, that's right. PG Kawhi. This this shouts tampering. <laughs> they, they sign everyone. Mm. They sign nineteen ninety eight Michael Jordan. <laughs> yes. Because like what? Bill is... Walton's coming back out. The... Somehow they must have a plan. Here. That's it. Like I don't because understand it. maybe they've gone back and done something with Greg Oden's knees and he's coming back. But I hope I'm wrong about this. Yeah. But to me, it says they've got no idea what they're doing. And they're just unless, trying to make things Unless happen. they're truly... Uh, this is one of... This sounds wild. But maybe Dame has said... Maybe he so badly doesn't want to go that he's said, blow it up, but keep me here. I'll, I'll do the process and I'll retire. No way. It doesn't no, sound right. Can't happen. <laughs> but yes. that, it looks like that. They're, they're, they're blowing it up as we're asking, but they're just keeping Dame there. It looks weird because Dame and Nurk are there because you're like, what are they trying to build around these guys? Maybe they're not even. Well, they have the best tank commander in Eric Bledsoe now. <laughs> the what? The, the ta- best tank commander. Tanker man. <laughs> man, he's shit. All right. Now, moving on. Miami. Uh, <laughs> Don't even bother. No, nah, not, not, not notable. <laughs> All right. This is a four-team deal that went on. Uh, the Detroit Pistons are giving Marvin Bagley the third a, a fresh start. I like that. I like his play. Not his dad so much. I like his second jump. <laughs> um, the Bucks. This mother. This. Why is it never us? As in, when I say us, Philly never get a deal like this. The Bucks received in this four-team trade. Um, you just got James Harden. What are you talking about? Second round pick. No, that doesn't count. The second round pick. <laughs> no, sorry. Two second round picks and Serge Ibaka. What I'm talking about is this type of deal. A surge kind of guy. Yeah, like... A veteran of the bench. A veteran who can still actually help. We fucking never get that. And right now, we should be getting those types. They never come to Philly. Because you've got nothing to give up, though. Well, it's not just about giving up. This is... When I say we never get them, I mean even in the buyout. No one comes yeah. to Philly in a buyout, even if... everyone's we... scared of your crowd. Be nicer. <laughs> <laughs> I love our crowd so much. Boo. <laughs> Uh, anyway, the Bucks got fucking Sergi Barker. Of course they did. Who, mind you, doesn't look good in a Bucks jersey, if I might say so myself. Doesn't suit him. No. Nah. Um, the Clippers were in this deal, and they got... Depth. They got depth. Rodney Hood and Semi Ojale and someone else. The Kings <laughs> you'll, got... You'll, you'll get a lot of tweets about Semi. He looks good in the weight room. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Sacramento Kings acquired Trey Lyles, Josh Jackson... Josh Josh Jackson <laughs> and Dante DiVincenzo, which is probably the best thing they've yeah. got there. I reckon Josh Jackson, Dante... Josh Jackson sucks. <laughs> yeah, but DiVincenzo and Trey Lyles are all... Yeah, you take them. I like Trey Lyles. Trey, I can't talk now either. Trey Lyles. <laughs> he doesn't turn the ball over. Yeah, they are, all, all those guys are... The Kings are going to have a crack. As in when I say a crack at... Playing game. And the playing game <laughs> the Kings are going to have. <laughs> it's funny, the way you just said that is, I, I can just imagine the Kings, like, bored, looking at each other like, 
You know who we should get? <laughs> Trey Lyles. <laughs> and then you thinking what I'm thinking? Playing game. <laughs> Bring back Nick Stauskas. <laughs> oh, Nick Stauskas. Oh, Sauce man. Castillo. What am I, oh, don't know that one. Really? Yeah. You know how like when you watch TV live and like if you're at a pizza restaurant or whatever, at the gym, and they have like the subtitles on and it's like 20 seconds delayed and like someone's there typing away. I don't actually know how it works. Mm. But somehow... Nick Stauskas' name got translated to Sauce Castillo. Oh, no, I never And that became his nickname. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, now, moving on to Feb. Now we're on trade deadline day. Oh, that was already um, it. So it's all popping off. The, Sacram- uh, the San Antonio Spurs um, traded Goran Dragic. No, sorry. They Received. acquired Goran Dragic, a first-round pick... That's very complicated from the Raptors. And the Raptors got Thaddeus Young and Drew Eubanks, who I think they waived, for, and a second-round pick. Um, ceilings and floors of this one. <laughs> well, Dragic got bought out. He got bought out to the Nets. Yeah. Everyone fucking signs. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. What is it about Philly? Why don't we... We're in the championship window, which I can't wait to talk about. I was hoping Dragic would go to um, Phoenix. Oh, for... Re- yeah, return home. Return that would have been nice. Yeah. Who knows how much he's going to play, let's be honest. Yeah. Anyway. But he was shit in Toronto. Yeah. Um, but I've got a feeling it's a bit of a Nick Batum sort of situation when he was in Charlotte. Mm. And then all of a sudden he goes to the Clippers on a minimum and he's a fucking gun. Could be. He's old though. Okay. And now let, let's, do the, let's do the Philly one last. All right. Because it is the main event. Uh, all right, so the paces, this is all um, dra- trade deadline day. Forget the, what the paces, they got a second round pick in Jalen Smith, but they, the Suns got rid of Tory Craig. He's back. He's back, and I think he's a solid player. He'll play minutes. He knows the, he knows the system. He'll play minutes. That's right. Why the fuck would you? This he might is, not. That he, was a mistake. I hope he plays minutes. I like him. That That's trading a second round pick and a player for Tory Craig when you could have just signed him in Craig. the offseason. season. You're going the American pronunciation. I have to. We've had. I loved Craig. our conversation when we did this last time. It's Craig. There's an it I. Is, in it is Craig. C R E G. Um, your boys. Yeah. I like this trade. Do you? They traded Josh Richardson, a first round pick, and Romeo Langford, and another first mm. round pick. Two first round picks. Pick swap and a first rounder. Okay. Maybe. Maybe not yeah. so much. Everyone yeah. loved it until we saw the second pick. 2028. Just after. Jalen and Jason are out of contract. Ah, they'll say. I I think they will. But you don't gamble on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is your future right there. Um, Very short-sighted trade. It's working so far. Derek White's fitting in seamlessly. Mm. Um, Can't shoot the three anymore. But defensive uh, defensive versatility at the moment is just phenomenal. Yeah. It's like the best best defensive team in the NBA at the moment. Um, Good on offense as well. But, geez, it was a lot to give up. Yep. Langford, I don't care about. He sucked. Josh Richardson, right, Whiteford Richardson, straight swap, perfect. We we benefit on that anyway. Throw in Langford, you're about even, bit short, one first rounder. Yep, done, sweetener. Deal's good. Yeah, no, actually, no, I don't love this. First round pick, 2028, top one protected. <laughs> I I just I just loved that you got Derek White. It's a shitty trade, but I just love that you got Derek White. Suits us. Hold on. Okay. So, ceilings and floors, right? Let's get to this one for this. 
So Brad Stevens is the GM. Yeah. Him trading that that pick that is a bit like, you know, as you said, um, not so intelligent to trade. Two players, Romeo Langford maybe a promising young player, nah. was he or no? He's been he 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 looked good for a while. Hmm. But could never break into rotation when he was younger because we had the depth at that point. Then our team sucked. He got injured. Every time he came back, he got injured again. Yeah. He's not going to improve all that much. Is Derek White, for all that, is Derek White going to push you over there? What is what is the edge? What is the, oh, what's the ceiling right now before that trade and now after it for the Celtics? The ceiling is two years away. And I think... Finally, everyone's coming to realize that. I was sick of the pressure of Boston aren't winning when, you know, our two youngest guys, are, I mean, our two best guys are 23 and 24. Um, they just succeeded early and it's good now that there's actually a bit of patience around them. They're, what's going to raise us the most, I keep saying this, is Rob Williams. He's going to be the third star. It's about now trying to get complimentary pieces and Derek White is that perfectly. I think we've got the cap space to get one more star. Not superstar, but just a borderline all-star potentially. And that's where the Derek White's come in because this is like a what the Clippers have done essentially. Yeah. Depth. You want guys that you can rely on that aren't going to shy away in the moment, that don't have exploitable weaknesses, which Derek White does in his shooting. is probably the biggest letdown and he's still like a competent shooter. Yeah. And this is where these pieces start to come. So what is the ceiling though? The ceiling in two years' time is a championship team. Okay. How realistic is Without that? Without Al Horford's contract. Yeah. Um, the ceiling for every, well, for probably half the league at this point is, or a quarter of the league at this point is a championship in two years' time. Yeah. So it doesn't put you in you know, elite company, but that's what every decision and now has to be. How can we get over that? So and you, this is the first domino. And I'm not asking this as a smart ass, just seriously asking. In two years' time, Rob Williams... Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Derek White, mm-hmm. and give me a caliber player wins you the championship. LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, LeBron. <laughs> well, I think it depends how much Jalen and Jason improve as well. Mm. One of them has to be, and it will be Jason, like top three MVP sort of thing. Um, then you've got a top 25 player in Brown. So you're looking at one other piece, like a, um, like a John Collins. No, because I think Rob Williams does that enough anyway. He can cut. He's a good enough. So a wing, another wing, or another small. I'm thinking, or another big. No, not another. I'm big. thinking an elite point guard is the difference. Okay. Um, someone like, like CP3 going to Phoenix. Obviously, Chris Paul was a once-in-a-generation player. Yeah. But getting a veteran point guard or even a young point guard that is just obviously elite. But doesn't have to be an elite scorer, just an elite facilitator, doesn't turn the ball over, can score from all three levels. That's the sort of piece you're looking for. <laughs> not hard. Not easy to find, is it? Yeah, fuck. Yeah, anyway. But that's it. You've got to put yourself in the position to get that. Mm. And Derek White's still on the team by then? Yeah, but he's going to be... He's more of a, he's not, he's a point guard, but he's not a, a yeah, yeah, on offense, he's not a traditional point guard. Mm. He'll be coming off the bench, I think, for the, for that point. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, 
I, I like Derek White, so I thought that was nice. And Josh Richardson, man, what a spiral. He was a pretty sh- I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he was the leading scorer on Miami before basically he moved from there. And since then, it's just been one big downward spiral. Moving on. Uh, the Montrez Harrell wasn't happy in Washington, so he got shipped out to Charlotte for Ish Smith and <laughs> Ish. Vernon Carter. Um, Ish is back in Washington. He's a point guard. Uh, <laughs> Have you seen that meme? No. This is a long time ago. This is like one of the best Reddit posts of all time back in the day when Dwight was the most sought after free agent. And it was in like 2013 when he went to the Rockets. And they were like, come to Milwaukee. Here's why. And it broke down all these things. And got to like Giannis, who just played his um, rookie. And it was like, it was like Greek freak rookie. Just shooting to that. And they were like saying, obviously, Josh Henson, block shots. <laughs> Ish Smith is a point guard. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Ish. All you can say about him. Um, but Harold will have a bit of fun with Lamello on the Hornets. I think it's all about fun there over there at the moment. They're going to score 140 a game. All right, here's a weird one for you. Yep. Dallas acquired Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Bertans from Washington who received Kristaps Porzingis in a second round pick. What What? just, what is that? Like, what? I can't work out what that is. I don't think it helps either team. Yeah. That's like, what I don't get. What, what is that? Not that Porzingis is the greatest defender, especially not with the uh, projection that we thought he would. But you replaced him with Davis Bertans, who will shoot eight threes a game mm. and barely make it over half court yeah. <laughs> to defend. And Dinwiddie, who... Has been shit. He's one of the weirdest players in the NBA in terms. Of, I cannot gauge him at yeah. all. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, 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 that's a weird deal. You, you, uh, I don't know what. That's. I don't see. I mean, he might yeah. be. Dallas, I think, are looking for. They're looking two, three years down the line. Yeah. Um, which you have to with Luca at the moment. I know it'll be frustrating for him, but I think it's the right thing to do. But look, you still got Dinwiddie on like quite a long contract so it's not like you're getting him off the books yeah Bertans has <laughs> four more years on his contract after this like I don't yeah. see what this was I for. don't know it's what not it like was. their salary dumps this is just that the Portland Clippers trade might be the most stupid trade this is the most confusing <laughs> this is I don't know what the fuck this is about um ceiling of Washington with Chris Stapps and Bradley Beal when he re-signed he will re-sign you think so? Um, Out for the rest of the perennial season. eighth seed as they always are. <laughs> no defense. Thomas Bryan is uh, a nice young center, but he doesn't. He's not great on defense. There's more fouls and minutes per game. All right. Anyway, that's let's get away from biggest that, trade of the the whole deadline coming up here. Uh, the Boston Celtics <laughs> acquired Daniel Tice. Talk about running it back. Tice is nice for Dennis Schroeder, Ennis Cantor, Freedom which I've got a question about, and Bruno Fernando. First question. Which one of those players is going to the Hall of Fame? <laughs> <laughs> How's that tweet that I sent you the the other day? Someone t- someone actually tweeted out, Ennis Cantor or Ennis Freedom would have had a Hall of Fame career if it wasn't for all his off-court antics. <laughs> Hall of what? <laughs> he had bricks for feet. <laughs> Anyway, I could score on, on once freedom. he got to Houston, Ennis, he got waived. Mm-hmm. 
Will he ever be in no. the NBA again? No. Is that it? That's, That's his it. last song. He's done. He doesn't want to be there. He might be in Portland. Did you see what <laughs> did you did you see what he tweeted? He before he got traded, like a week before the deadline, so he probably knew his time was done. I think everyone sort of knew that he didn't have a role in Boston. Yeah. But he tweeted he was tweeted he was he tweeted a schedule of him talking at an, a right wing conservative conference. And it had the dates he was talking. And all three dates were Boston games. Oh, yeah. I saw this. I saw this. I saw this. They're all Boston games. of the road trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah So yeah. he knew. I think he's done. He's got what he wanted. He got... I think he knew this was his last year. Yeah. And went out guns a-blazing. Yeah. Yeah, he's gone. He's gone. Anyway, Daniel Tice, how do you feel? I love him. Tice is nice. Eight million a year. He's worth every cent for the seals he puts on offense. Anytime Tatum drives the ring, his defender will be stuck on his back, not being able to, get to contest that shock. Oh, the Celtics. They're a funny team. I don't know. It's, I know the plan, as you said, for now is to, in two years' time. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm pessimistically, if that's a word, intrigued by Brad Stevens' first go at it so far. Not happy? Mm, I don't know. It's, it seems, it's like every like, move seems quite lateral at the moment. There's no clear, yeah, clear sight. But it's like it's like that. It's similar to Dallas. It's like, look, you've got Lucas slash you've got Tatum and Brown. You know, trade do, so, do something. Trade the world. Start. Um, you know. Well, a lot of the mastermind behind Danny Ainge was Mike Zarin, mm. who's Boston's assistant GM. He does all the numbers. Um, he's still there. He was the one that was projected to take the. The reins from Danny Ainge. Yeah. So the, the Boston fan base is still giving Brad the benefit of the doubt at the moment because it's like we think Zarin's pulling the strings. Yeah. We yeah. think he's in his email like this is what you need to do. Here's the reason why. He's a thousand spreadsheets with every single possible combination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I've I've thought about the numbers guys in the GM office because they must they I've I thought about, you know, they would need them. Yeah. They would need Every them. dollar. I know some guys, you know, we all know some people that are just so, they know the the numbers and the black and white stuff and the paperwork of NBA in, in and out. Um, and I just, you have to be a different type of fan for that. You have to be a different breed of fan. I saw, it was a, um, what did TNT used to have where the past players used to sit around and talk, talk basketball? What was that called? Open court. Mm. Do you remember that? A little bit, yeah. Um, but it was, who was the Lakers gem? Uh, Mitch Kupchak. Is that his name? I don't know. But he then went to Charlotte. Yep. And he was talking about, you know, possible moves. And um, the Warriors gem was there as well. Um, it's yeah, it's not Sean Marks because that's the Nets. He's the very good looking rooster. GM Warriors. It's some... Ah, Bob Myers. Bob Myers. Um, it's some player, ex-player agent. And this was just after Kupchak had gone, or however you say his name, had just gone to um, Charlotte. He'd offered Timofey Mozgov that $20 million, and Luol Deng, those massive contracts with Lakers. Yeah. He'd gone to Charlotte, and he's talking about how to be a GM, and he's like, oh, you've got to try to make the numbers work. And Bob Myers is sort of looking at me like, what? And he's like, I'm thinking every move five years down the line. He goes, I need to know any time a free agent signs, yeah. I think, do I want him in five years' time? Do I? Uh, every contract I bring on has to make sure they're finishing when I want this player. Yeah. 
oh, how many millions is, how many millions is, and it's like, it'd be so hard. Yeah. It, it's it's incredible. It's an incredible job. Um, anyway, yeah, Daniel Tice, Dennis Schroeder, I don't know if he's already been bought out, but he, I would assume that he probably will get bought out. Um, he's still good. Like, yeah, he's playable. And then the Celtics acquired a second round pick for Bol Bol and PJ Dozier. It was fun while it lasted. Dozier. It's probably for to make room for some of these players. Get under the salary. That's it. Um, get out of the repeat attacks. This, and this is why we think it's going to be a long-term thing is because Boston, every move Boston's made this year is to get under the salary. Yeah. Because obviously when you do go all in, you have to go over the salary. Yeah, that's right. And the repeat attacks is what kills you. So this is Boston's year of getting underneath it and then start fresh next year, go over it. Repeat attacks, luxury tax, same thing? Luxury is going over. Yeah. Repeater is you go on a luxury too many years and essentially every dollar becomes 10. Oh, right. So I've like, never heard of the repeat attacks. This is what I'm saying. Never heard of that. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Um, so you have, you literally have, it's like three seconds in the key. You get out, get back in. Yeah. <laughs> three seconds in the key. All right. We're a basketball show. It's a basketball analogy. And that's pretty much it. Apart from one trade that it was all coming down to. This is the main event to talk about. Okay. We grabbed the microphones. All can right. I, can I go home now? <laughs> How do you feel, mate? Just, I'm not even going to say it. How do you feel? Thank fuck it's over. Mm. God, I fucking hated it. Okay. As just, in like the experience or the trade? Just how long it was drawn out for. Yep. Um, Just every fucking article coming out like, Ben Simmons still disgruntled. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm it glad was, it's done. It was so bad. I imagine for a Philly fan yeah. how bad it was. Philly should be happy. Mm-hmm. You did give away a lot, though. Yep. You bloody better hope that Harden is healthy, which I'm under the impression he is. Obviously, not right now, but I don't think this is a long-term thing. Oh, he's healthy right now. Um, don't worry. Whereas, obviously, some people are like, his, his career's done. He's no good. But this year, he's averaging like 26 and 10. Yeah. Like, he's still playing elite basketball, but just not as we once knew. It'd be pretty... Oh, you start, you'd be hungry there, mate. Um, if you're a Philly fan, it'd be hard not to be excited about this. Yep. Can it could come crashing down like the Paul Pierce Kevin Garnett trade that we spoke about before? Yep. But I don't think he gave away all that much that's going to bite you in the ass later on. Like how many firsts was it? One, two firsts. Two firsts. So it's two not firsts. like you've gambled everything. Yep. You've just lost. If it doesn't go through, obviously you've lost Ben Simmons, but he wasn't going to play anyway. Yep. You just lost Seth Curry essentially, who's like. A good piece yeah helped your team a lot but it's not like you gambled everything so i think it's win-win for both teams brooklyn fans that think this is game changing mm. no it's not ben simmons is not going to suit brooklyn's game oh okay sorry no that's yeah go you go you don't think this not really okay ben Ev- simmons everyone's like everyone thinks ben simmons is going to play a draymond role okay Ben Simmons is a great perimeter defender. Yes. He's a fucking terrible interior defender. Not terrible, but he's not as good as people think he might be. If you're playing center, he's fucking terrible. (laughs) Yeah. Especially in the East. He's coming up against Embiid. Compared to Draymond. Draymond can, yeah. Yeah. But you put him, if he's your best big man defensively. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Against Giannis, Embiid, Daniel Tice. He's got no idea. (laughs) Um, But look, I think... Ben's best skill is pushing the ball in transition. 
Yeah. And perimeter defense. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's literally all he's paid to do. He can't set screens on offense. He can't shoot on offense. He can set screens. He doesn't roll. He, he just never, he never, that was never his role. So what? That was never his role. So what would his screen achieve? Every time they just go under it. As, as a roller. No, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. He, as a roll man, can work. That's what I, I don't reckon he can. No mm. one. He can't have the ball. As in like, so he sets the screen. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's a good roll man. Yeah, no, you, if, if, uh, if you do it low enough, I'm trying to think of all the yeah, terms. Yeah. If you do it he's not so low. high, <laughs> yeah. he, and he's quick. He's, he's, quick. Not, he's not just like your slow center. He's no. very quick. But you don't have to defend him anymore, mate. No, I know, I know. I know. But, no, but, but he's, he, he's he is a go, good player. He, he's... He's he a good player. His flaws in basketball were the most important flaw, yeah, important, important skills you need. So, I think defensively, they've lost. Well, they don't have a center. They're, this has always been their biggest issue, and now they're trying to run it with a guy that can't shoot on offense. When he doesn't have the ball in his hands, mm. he's going to be standing in the corner or in the dunker spot. And yeah, KD is a good facilitator, and KD can play off ball, but. The beauty of playing off balls when you've got another player to draw in the defense. Yeah. And we know Kyrie can do that in the away games. <laughs> but in their home games, <laughs> Ben's got the ball. You can put two people on Durant. Do you think that there's any substance at all? At first, I was just, you know, people joked about it. But do you think there's any substance at all to them? Obviously, KD's been injured. Yeah. But then basically losing all these games in one way or another. Yeah, like it honestly could happen. In all seriousness, there's a chance they miss the playoffs. No, 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 no. I'm talking about them losing all these games, getting eighth, and they never play a home series. Oh no! See, I don't, I don't buy into that. Not at all. I just think they're shit, and they're like they're pushing this too close because if yeah. you look, they they won't miss the playoffs. Not at all. Because well, they'll, they'll make the play-in game. Yeah, and I think that's enough. If they make the play-in game, Katie will get them into the playoffs. Yeah. But they might finish worse than eighth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think that there's got to be the littlest bit of substance to their losing all their games. No, they're as just in, terrible. At least what we spoke about with like the Lakers and the Clippers is that the Clippers went for depth, the Lakers went for star power. Yeah. The yeah. Nets went for star power. Who else have they got on there? Like, you don't know half their roster. Yeah, that's right. Or you knew them six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> all right. My turn. So... Let's say the trade here. The Sixers I got... I didn't talk about Philly enough, though. Oh, the, we'll talk about The it. Embiid, Harden, pick and roll. Which is going to be very interesting because Embiid doesn't roll. He will with Harden. Do you know why? He has to. Because Harden's so quick that and a good enough passer. Say Embiid sets the screen, Harden goes to the basket. Mm. You have to stay with Harden. The big man has to hedge it because Harden can obviously get through so quickly and his first step so good, which is something that Simmons, despite him being quick, he's not a threat to finish at the rim like Harden is. Yeah. Also, the big man's got to really like push up on the hedge because if he does go for a step back, you want to give the, the guard time to recover and try and block it. Simmons never had that, like, that yeah, option. So Simmons game. can't do a pick and so, roll as the ball hand. So, yeah, no way. You've now got twice as much time to, for Embiid to either just get straight down low and take a mismatch post up hmm. or just roll with authority, which he's never had the opportunity to do. I don't think it's because he's yeah. a bad roller. It's just that you've never had 
the pieces to let him do that. That's right. We've never had a, a, a full-on ball handler, which is a, a key point. So that's that is the there's two very interesting things about this um, Sixers about this Harden and Bead pairing. The first one is Harden does his best work on offense via the pick and roll, and Bead has never pick and roll. Yeah, he's just never done it because he's never had a proper pick and roll player. Um, but even when we've seen him do it a few times, he's not the greatest screener. He doesn't roll that often, as we talk about. Um, and he's not much of a lob threat type player. He'll pick and pop yeah. is now we're talking with Embiid. It's always pick and pop. You get the two-man game type thing, Seth Curry, blah, blah, blah. However, why can't he pick and roll? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm sure he can, and I'm sure they're going to work on it thoroughly. This, the next part is on defense. James Harden is maybe the most notable lazy defender of um, current NBA. Um, he was always it was overdone how bad he was. Yeah, and yeah, Bro- but and Brooklyn and Houston did find an issue in playing the power forward on defense. Yeah, he can. He's a good post defender. He he can bang um, down low. I think that's got to do with because he doesn't have to move much. Yeah. He just sort of he he, just, and, and also he's working hard on offense than probably anyone in the league. That's right. Anyway, but he literally will not run over, run around a screen. He will no. not come over a screen um, or fight over a screen. He loves to play switching defense, switch everything, and that's what KD and all that did. Sixers don't play switching defense. It's all um, drop coverage. This is pushing all my technical knowledge, but drop coverage and Embiid, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, Funnel him into Embiid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Dan Burke, the so defensive coach. Are you coach not the as high on it as other Sixers fans are? No, no, no. I'm not. This is this is me. My little two complications. As many, I don't know if there's someone said this, but superstars make it work, right? Mm. James Harden, Joel Embiid are going to make it work. Yeah. And if Doc Rivers, if we don't make the the Eastern Conference Finals at bare minimum, Doc Rivers should be shot out of a cannon to Mars. Get him on SpaceX. And get into Mars, Doc Rivers, because I've said this before, and all Philly fans know it wasn't Ben Simmons that lost us that series against the Hawks. It was Doc Rivers, and he's had the year of his life because no one's actually called him out on it. Doc Rivers is the- no Ben fucking lost it. Nah, it was Doc. We wouldn't have been in those. We lost three home games. Three home games. That's not Ben. Your twenty million dollar a year point guard or whatever he's on. Nah, it's took in a seven-game series, took a total of three shots nah. in the last quarter or something ridiculous. I don't know like that. how many. If it was one or one and a half, two games, Danny Green had the assignment on Trey Young, not Matisse Seibel, not Ben Simmons. We we gave up a game at home because of that type of stuff. And that's not just it. Doc's rotations, he's obsessed. He's obsessed with all bench lineups, even in the playoffs. playoffs. I don't understand it. Anyway, let's talk about the trade. Sixers got James Harden and Paul Millsap. Uh, the Nets got Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, two first-round picks. Let me tell you, Andre Drummond, let's be real, he's been nice for the Sixers yeah, this more year. More impressive than I thought he'd be, but he, he still sucks. <laughs> he is a great backup big. Good backup big. He's a, no, he's a great backup big because backup, that's it. Stop it there. <laughs> and when you stop it there, he's great. But then if you want to try and start him, as in for a real playoff time, forget it. So that's why I don't think he's a good backup big because in my mind, a good backup big can play playoff minutes. 
Hmm. Someone like... I reckon Andre Drummond can give you like right. six to eight. Someone like Daniel Tice, for example. I know he did start in Boston for a while, but this, he's on my mind given that Maybe we're both wearing yeah. green. But no major weaknesses. Not as good on offense as Drummond is, but can defend, can shoot, is a decent passer. Yeah, sorry. I, maybe you're right. And I'm that's what that's what I think you're looking for as a backup big because you usually when you're running your bench unit, you've probably got one starter in there, someone to stretch the floor, three and D, and usually an on-ball guard that's looking to score. Yeah. As soon as Drummond's out there, the ball touches his hands, you put all five defenders on him, he's either going to miss a shot or turn it over. Yeah. And in the playoffs, he's just useless, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that I was wrong. Anyway, solid. I mean, he will like he's a matchup sort of guy. Yeah. So, for example, if you were playing Brooklyn, or you know, while he was at Philly, you could throw him out there for ten minutes, and he would just cause, you know, whoever's on him to foul twice because he's going to go to the line. Yeah. And that's where the benefit is. Yeah. Not completely useless, but not versatile. Seth Curry. We talked about this. I think maybe even last time we we spoke. Seth Curry is very nice. Does his stuff next to Joel Embiid, who he and JJ Reddick created the two-man Joel Embiid game. Um, amazing. Yeah. So good. So beautiful. Works so well. They've got Paddy Mills. If Joe Harris maybe comes back healthy, they got him. They've got Kyrie Irving. They've got, you know, they've got this and that. they all got these same players. They've got probably more players that I can't think of. Yeah. Um, Seth Curry is uh, pretty much a zero or a, a minus 20 on on defense. He's Unfortunately, he's slow. He's very undersized. So Kevin Herder in, in that series, mm. in that Hawks series. He played the best basketball of his yeah. life. <laughs> he was cooking Seth Curry. Red As Velvet. Seth Curry, I think he might have had maybe a 40-point game if or something like that, or at least a 30-point saved us offensively. But on defense... Kevin Herter, especially in that game seven, was absolutely cooking against Seth Curry. And this is when you're talking playoff stuff, I'm actually not hating that much that we lost Seth Curry's mm. defense. I'm hating we lost his offense, but... Replaceable. James Harden for Seth Curry, basically. You know? Curry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and Ben Simmons, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'm pessimistic about him getting better because we heard so many years oh, he's going to get better. The this, but, pissed, this pissed me off. All the reports of that pissed me off. But I'm I am a bit terrified of the you know KD Kyrie even for like one game at a time. KD Kyrie and Ben Simmons like fucking beating us. Remember when that they signed they bad. signed Harden and we're like, who's going to hold the ball in this situation? Yeah, it's not going to be as good as we think because it's less than the sum of their parts. This is another case of that, but the other guy can't shoot. <laughs> yeah, but... As soon as the ball's out of his, his hands, he's useless. I think you watch, he'll be a, a lot more of a role man. You watch. He'll be rolling a lot. <laughs> he won't be very good at it. <laughs> he won't be very good no, at it. No, he can't. He doesn't anyway, know which, which hand he shoots with. So, everyone talks about, you know, we don't have to say it for the millionth time. Both teams won, right? Ben wasn't well, yes. Ben wasn't going to play for the Sixers. Philly essentially got James Harden free of charge in this situation. Yeah. Ben wasn't going to play for the Sixers. James Harden was pretty much not playing properly for the for the Nets. James Harden fits so much better with he got Joel. away from Kyrie as well. <laughs> James Harden fits so much better with Joel than Ben and nearly anyone ever has next to Joel. And Ben Simmons fits better with Kai K Kai D. We've done this before. 
KD and Kyrie <laughs> than with Joel. Now, talking about like where this takes both teams and ceilings and floors. <sighs> okay, so the the contenders, you know. So where does that does that put Philly is now a championship contender. Mm. They weren't prior to. They mm. were close. Best case scenario, losing the conference finals. Have I told you about my vow to myself? No. That I made a couple of years ago. That uh, you know, you know, adult money. Yeah. We have adult money now because we're adults. We we don't have much of it, but we <laughs> we have some of it. I vowed to myself a couple of years ago, especially because of the window that we're in with Joel. Um, we got so much to talk about in coming weeks about the MVP. <laughs> Here we go. Um, that if Manchester United, my team, ever make the Champions League final, or if Philly ever make the finals... You're going. I'm going. As in, even if I don't get to the game, You're I'm going, going to, the, to city. the city. And uh, I've actually started... I've told Taylor, Those and she'll love that I'm shouting her out again. My girlfriend, I have to clarify, my girlfriend, she wants me to say. She's not, she not happy with just Taylor. <laughs> because to be honest I wouldn't be happy if I was your girlfriend <laughs> um, I told her she's so much better than you I say this every time you bring her up. she's so much better than you I think the world of her anyway getting back to it I've told her to get ready like have money ready because we could go to the finals we could go to the finals we could go to the finals is I it killing you? I still think the Bucks are number one yeah you see be- what we did to the Bucks yeah but See what we did do. Like it's where no one really, no one's playing. I think there well. was a, I think there was an obvious yeah, anomaly game with you guys. Um, oh yeah, we shot fifty something. We lost you in forty eight, and then it was a close game against the Bucks. It's oh, a, man. the last month of basketball's been exciting. weird. Players, teams just haven't yeah. been performing like they would. But Bucks are still number one in my mind. This trade puts Philadelphia from like from four to six to. One to two. What about the Heat, who are leading the Eastern Conference? And this, I'm not um, sold. Bam, Jimmy, Hero, I think Lowry have played no or, games or, together. Essentially, yeah, basically yeah. something. I'll talk. Oh, look, they are they, they always fly under the radar. They do their thing, but it's what yeah. is it? Is it Sixers Nets or Sixers Bucks? Sixers Bucks in my mind. Mm. How good's Joel? Say it. Say it now. He's been playing the best basketball all his career. When we started this, when we started this season, we did the rankings of yeah. whatever players. You said, you said you would take Jason Tatum over Joel Embiid. Oh, easily, easily. Now what? Joel. He's, he's playing best basketball. Joel is unbelievable. In his career, he's truly unbelievable. I tell you what, I love this season's been so much fun because, in my mind, MVP so far earlier on was, and I knew they wouldn't win it, but it was either Jokic or LeBron were playing the best basketball. Mm. Embiid in the last month has absolutely skyrocketed in here, which also annoys me when they come in late mm. because people forget the first two months. But uh, but let me just correct you. It hasn't been the last month. Well, He won two player of the month but two months ago. Anyway, he if you play... Or a month ago. If it's like, what, five-month season. Mm. No, nine-month season. Including playoffs. Oh, no, before playoffs. Like when they announce MVP, like from regular season, if you mm. if you put together three good months at the end of the year yeah. and you average at the start, yeah. you won't win it sort of thing. Oh, you will win it. Um, but earlier on, it was, in my mind, LeBron and Jokic. Yeah. And Bede had COVID at the start. Yeah. Now, LeBron's still playing that level of basketball, but the Lakers are falling off. The Nuggets are still somehow holding on. 
The Sixers are playing well under Joel. And what I love is that every statistic at the moment is saying how good Jokic is, even defensively. Yeah. E- every advanced stat, he's having like the best season ever, Yeah. especially with the bunch of scrubs he's playing. Yeah. And Embiid's putting out these statement games of 40, 10, and 10. And then later that night, Jokic does essentially the same thing. Yeah. And then the week, week later, Jokic puts up 35, 15, and 15. Yeah. And then Joel goes off. And it's so good to have it's two awesome. centers yeah. just going at it. It's amazing. And then the third... The third favourite is Giannis, Giannis, who's what six eight plus six ten plus six ten. Um, Big it, man's it back. Is, it is amazing. It's I so can't, very nice. I can't split Jokic and MV and MV. <laughs> <laughs> you were gonna say it. Embiid at the moment. You were gonna say it. Um, oh man, that's the best. Get that on camera. Um, I can't split him at the moment. Oh, Team record so is Embiid. you're going to Philly. Mm. If Jokic was playing with Philadelphia, I think. They've been the same situation. It, it is hard, Whereas admittedly. Jokic is playing with a bunch of scrubs at the moment, and he's got yeah. him in the West playoffs. But it's impossible to... Like, it's, they, it's, it's simply because so Jokic... Hard. And this is where I've started from. And this... And they play so differently as well. It influences me, and it influences everyone else. What Jokic does best isn't as potent or isn't as in-your-face mm. as what Embiid does best. Embiid does the two fundamentals, score and defend. Jokic does... It's positional. It's yeah. He does everything, but he is just like a offensive octopus, right? And so even though he's, you know, his tentacles are in everything, he doesn't like barge to the rim. There's a good quote about the Spurs a while ago. And it was like 2007 when they won the championship. Yeah. And they beat Detroit, and Detroit had won 2004, and they 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 lost in seven to the Spurs, um. And everyone was talking about like how good they are and whatnot. And some guy, might have been Stephen A. Smith, someone's like you know saying how they're not as good as the Lakers of 2000. Shaq would dominate against this team, blah blah. blah. And the quote was, "Shaq is going to get you with a machete. Yeah, and he's just going to cut you in half. Yeah." Whereas the Spurs are going to give you a million paper cuts. Yeah. And you're going to die without even realizing you've been hit. Yeah, that's it. And that's what Jokic is like. Yeah. He leads the league in passes, not assists. Just every yeah. every offensive possession, he's passing it like four times and just creates so much havoc on defense. Um, also defensively, which Embiid doesn't have that, that yeah. skill. But Embiid's just a terror defensively and offensively you just can't seem to stop him just and adds a new the, move and, every month essentially and Jokic has you know with the narratives Jokic has gotten better on defense and Embiid's gotten better with the passing yeah so it's just it is very hard to split them but anyway just to finalize on this trade just to make sure we talked about it enough the Sixers so James Harden um he's He's got a player option at the end of this year, which it was reported that he opted in, but that was actually not correct. He missed the chance yeah. to opt in. He's on $44 million right now. He's going to be able to get a similar contract, yeah. basically, um, Supermax numbers. So he's 33 this year, and this is one of my concerns about getting him the whole time. Joel's 28. He's five years older yeah. than Joel. It kills that window. If we sign him after this year for five years... Am I wrong in saying he's going to be thirty nine at the end of that contract? If you got him with that, and paid fifty million a year. If you got him with that contract extension for that one year, yes, 
and you won a championship this year or next year. Yes. I wouldn't have been surprised if you let him walk after next year. Yeah. No joke. You've done it? Because of how well Maxi is improving as well. Not that you can guarantee that Maxi can be the second best player in a championship team. But by the time, you know... He could be third. That's right. He could be third. And Tobias's clock is ticking. And I reckon we're going to end up trading Tobias for a bag of chips to OKC just to get off him and his contract. If Daryl Morey can somehow hypnotize Harden to opting in for that one more year Mm. at the end of this season... That would be, that would be so awesome for us, because two years we see how it, he is next yeah. season, and then we make our deci- Whereas decision. If you get this one season, yeah. say if say you lose in the finals or you make the conference finals, yeah, you then have to re-sign him, yeah, and you have to give him five years because that's your best season you've ever had, essentially, yeah. Well, not ever, but you know, yeah. since, since the glory days of AI, um. You'd have to give him a five-year deal, and that could come to bite you in the ass. Yeah, that one-year deal is is essential. Get yeah, that. So people, all Sixers people are talking about. Just don't look at that. Don't even talk just about let, that. Let him play for now. Just, just, just. This was necessary, and that's correct. Don't think about you know three, four years time because it's going to get ugly for you. However, and you know what? In three, four years time, as I said about Tobias. I'm sure there'll be an OKC. Mm. We can just hand them, hand him and a first-round uh, draft pick over. Anyway, it's go time now. And Daryl Morey's been saying that in his interviews. This season, not next season, yeah. the end of this season is the most important one. Um, and I really do feel that. I said all along that I actually would prioritise Beal over Dame and Harden because of Beal's, um, you know, age that's similar to... Yeah. Uh, Joel's yeah, two extra years of contending essentially. If, yeah, you know, if it did work that way. Um, but it's going to be interesting. I, I, I really, I'm so excited. So we're playing the Timberwolves. Fucking pissed off. Friday <laughs> America time. Um, I think it's, I think it's going to work well to a good enough degree. I think we're going to get a good dose, if not, you know, the ceiling, the championship. I think we're going to get a good dose of, of one or two, hopefully three years, of Joel and Harden tearing it up. And I'm excited. We'll see. I'm so excited. Anyway, I think this has been a big one, JL. It always is. We, I think if I've got we, a, I've got to play basketball now. I know. I think if we uh, see each other every week, no more holidays yeah. for you and I. Um, Goodbye annual leave. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, you know, we can have some shorter episodes. But anyway, so hopefully you stuck around for this whole episode. we still got much more to talk about. There was the LeBron All-Star Game stuff. Did you see all that? Yeah. Oh, man. We'll, we'll, we'll LeBron mention, to OKC. We'll, <laughs> we'll mention a bit of that next week. JL, good luck in your basketball game. First game back. Yeah. Uh, for 10 weeks probably. Yep. From the hip injury. Yep. See how we go. All right, awesome. Min- minimum, 25 points. Yeah? Yeah, Min- yeah. 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 Just lazy. Any threes? Are you a three shooter? I'm a three-point specialist, a sniper, <laughs> they call me. Seth Curry, you defend? Bloody nice, mate. Yeah. I'm playing F grade here, mate. I can do it all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, if you're new to the show, hit that subscribe button, notifications, bell, follow, subscribe, five-star ratings. On the listening apps, got to say all those things, unfortunately. Yeah. It works, apparently. I... Will, I, I did the the things that That's you asked right, me to you do? You did it after I said it. So Subscribed. It definitely works. Just how many episodes we've done, and I've actually just ignored every time <laughs> we said that. Well, who's this dickhead? Um, and thanks, Dale. Pleasure. 
We'll look out for James Harden on the Sixers this week. Look out for Jack Lynch in uh, Cure <laughs> EFD Reserve. I don't know what it is. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week.